The Holy Gospel comes from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Then Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you, listen. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone strikes away, takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Well, grace and peace to you from God, our Creator and Sustainer, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, from the Holy Spirit that abides in each of us. Amen. Blessed are you who are poor. Blessed are you who are hungry now. Blessed are you who weep. kind of nonsense is Jesus talking about? How, I wonder, how blessed those people Jesus was speaking to that day and to those who are hearing these words today all around the world, who are poor, I mean really poor, who are hungry, who are sick, I wonder how blessed they feel. I... I, I hear these words and I just have to wonder what kind of nonsense is Jesus speaking to the world? When we hear these words, I think we have to ask, what is Jesus talking about? Well, let's begin by agreeing to one thing. Jesus is not providing us a list of qualifications to get to heaven. That's a myth. It's... it's, Heaven, by the way, is here and now. Jesus already told us the kingdom, God's reign is here. right? It's among us. He is not saying today, if you're poor, you're going to heaven, and if you're rich, you're not. But he is drawing a distinction as to who will be part of God's reign or who can be part of God's reign. Jesus is saying to those who are willing to listen, right? He, he says that in verse 27. To those who will listen, do these things. 
That is to say, Jesus is inviting all of us who will listen, the poor and the rich, to listen to this. And that is, he is inviting us, as we are, to be part of God's reign of justice and radical love in this world today, right now. Now, we live in a world, as he did, in which when we think about someone who is rich, we automatically think about our material wealth. And quite frankly, you know, oftentimes I hear somebody will get something and say, well, we just, we're, we're so blessed to have this. And that's true. But Jesus is talking about more than material wealth here when he speaks of those who are rich. He's speaking about those who have been blessed, not, not because of their wealth, but because of the gifts God has given them. I think you and I fall into that category. We're not those who are listening from the side of the poor and the hungry and the sick, although some of us might be part, you know, involved in those things. We're the part that have been blessed in so many ways. But oftentimes we forget those blessings. We overlook those blessings. And Jesus says, Woe to you who fail to use those blessings to make sure all of my siblings No, they are part of this reign of justice, God's justice. It's as if Jesus is speaking about something new to these folks. And we call this Jesus' Sermon on the Plain. And he gives us these Beatitudes, which are new, they're kind of new ideals, new ways of looking at the world. In fact, in these Beatitudes, these new ideals, Jesus is flipping the world upside down. And he is, he is really, he's talking about, in, in today's language, a new way of being government, a new government. I mean, think about that as we are preparing to go to the polls here in a couple days. If you've not already voted, you're, you're going to be going to the polls and you're going to vote. And Jesus is challenging us to think about a new government, a new way of caring for all people. He is talking about a new form of government, God's reign, God's kingdom, in which that leadership, that government, those people realize that This reign of justice and peace, this offering of God's mercy and forgiveness, this living filled with love and humility, this way of living is not only for those who are blessed with riches, but Jesus wants us to make sure we know that all people are part of this reign. All people are to be offered God's peace, God's forgiveness. No one is to be excluded all. Imagine a government in which everyone, the poor, the hungry, the homeless, the sick, were blessed always and were always included and not cast out. That's what Jesus is talking about today. A new way of being, God's way of being in a world that is broken and often tells us to live differently. And we hear these words today on All Saints Sunday. A day in As we heard from Pastor Amy, we celebrate those who have come before us, who have witnessed to such a reign in the here and now. We celebrate the the saints that will come after us. And we celebrate the saints that are here today, the living saints. That's you and I. 
And today we are challenged by Jesus' words to live according to God's reign. To be those who always offer peace, even in the face of violence. To be those who are always willing to live generously with the blessings we have to ensure that we help feed the hungry, that we walk with those that do not have a voice, that we speak with those who do not have a voice. Imagine a world like that. And you, my siblings, my friends, are those saints. You are those saints as individuals, and you are those saints as a faith community. Good Shepherd Lutheran Church right here in Manchester, Missouri. When I look out and I see the, the gathering of food, I am, truly feel to be part of a blessed community right here. And I pray you continue those. You are the saints that God is calling today to be a blessing to the world. You gather today as the community of saints and we welcome officially a new saint, a sister, a sibling in this journey, Pastor Varenia. And we give thanks for the gifts you will now bring into this community today and share with this community and the wider community. And I pray that you all receive those blessings from Pastor Varenia and that you share your gifts with her and that together you grow You know, all too often, we're really good at recognizing our faults, aren't we? We're quick to realize that we are sinners, and and we are. We are broken. Today's a day that we're challenged to not only look at our brokenness, our sinfulness, but to look at the blessings that we have been giving and to realize that we, as our heritage has taught us, are also saints Luther would say we're both saint and sinner. We are those ordinary people that are willing to do extraordinary things. So today we are challenged to realize that we are the saints that are called to witness to this great gospel of love and mercy and forgiveness and inclusion. And we're called to remember and to give thanks and to count our blessings. As hard as that might be at times, And at times it is hard to see our blessings. And yet we are called no matter what to to realize how blessed we are. My wife Jill and I witnessed that this week. On Tuesday night we had some dear friends over. People we love dearly and who have been part of our lives for years. It was to be the last time we would see them for at least three months. Because our friend Jim has cancer. And this week he will begin a stem cell transplant process, a painful process, a process that will cause him to live in isolation for over three months, a process we pray will bring healing to his body. And we invited them over to have dinner with us and uh, hopefully just have some time to talk and offer them our prayers. But something strange happened Tuesday night. In the midst of our gathering, the two of them began to tell us and to share with us how blessed they were. They just began to tell us how fortunate they felt and how blessed they felt to be part near, live in a community where nearby was one of the great treatment centers, highly acclaimed centers for, for something he has for, that is so rare, and yet they could go to a place where there were experts in it just a few miles away from their home. 
They were blessed to live in a world where there are experts that know how to treat these things that a few years ago he would not have even had a chance. And they felt blessed to have family and friends that were not only thinking of them, but praying for them daily. In the midst of their brokenness, in the midst of their suffering, all the two of them could do was count their blessings for Joel and I. We found that instead of witnessing to them on Tuesday night, they witnessed to us. They witnessed that they are the saints who are called to share their blessings with the world today in the here and now. And even in the midst of their suffering, they did not stop. They feel blessed to have a God that blesses them so much, that loves them so much that she continues to bless them even in the midst of this horrific disease. That's what we're called to do. Count our blessings. Be the saints who are willing to take the blessings God has given us and share them with the world over and over again to live generously in this broken world. And my friends, you are those saints. You are those whom God has blessed to be a blessing. May you never stop counting your blessings. And may you always be willing to be part of God's reign of justice and radical love in this world that desperately needs you. Amen.